Good evening. And it's middle of the night if you're in Europe. But if you're in Australia, it should be around noonish, I would say. Is that correct? I'm going to give a second for peeps to jump on. What's up, my quarantinos? My quarantinos. This is, you are affectionately termed, if you're paying attention to this, I can affectionately call you my fellow quarantino. <laughs> it's good to have you. Welcome. I see some of you jumping on. My good man, my good friend, Dr. Russell Kennedy is in full effect. Just doing the best I can to enjoy this beautiful weather. Uh, it's absolutely gorgeous here in Vancouver. Uh, you can see outside there's a nice snow-capped mountains over there. I'm taking my camera onto the other side. I want you to see the gorgeous harbor in Vancouver. It's just beautiful outside. And I'm just putting my little webcam on there. I wanted to see how are you? What's going on? We had our Facebook Live earlier today. I have to tell you, I'm exhausted. Not only am I jet lagged from, um, from Thailand, but I've had, count them, seven interviews today. Seven. This concept is going viral. People are needing this more than ever. I'm so grateful I stepped off. I wanted to acknowledge Phoebe. Phoebe is my coach who I hired. I joined her program a couple of weeks ago. I don't know, could you put a link down there, Phoebe, in your thing? I'd love to introduce. Could you put that link down there? I'm, I'm requesting that you do. Phoebe helped me a great deal because I was stuck in a place where I knew what my gifts were. I just didn't know how to communicate them in a way where it just felt in alignment with my soul. And Phoebe helped bring that out of me, and I'm super grateful for you. And she has this program uh, that is amazing that helps you if you're wanting to become better at, if you're wanting to become better at sharing your voice in the market, uh, especially with all these changing times. She's been really great at helping me reposition what I do so that I could maximize my gifts for the public, for, for the people. And so it's been really working. And so um, never, it's never been a better time to actually learn how to regulate your nervous system. It's literally the most important thing you can learn right now. And I'm looking, there's currently four nervous systems that are in the same sphere. And what is my promise to you? My promise to you is that every single time that you attend one of my trainings, that you leave here with a completely regulated nervous system, which means feeling safe in your body, feeling like your heart is open, feeling like you now know what the next move is gonna be. Because the biggest challenge that I see that people have been coming in, in this specific time that people reach out is, I don't know what to do right now. What do I do right now when there's so much uncertainty? It's kind of like we've been used to living in this autopilot with go, 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 head down, scrolling through, living unconsciously, and then everything in our lives has caused a wake-up call, it's shaken everything up and it's gone, okay, so what's going on? Well, crap, what are my relationships like? What's my health like? I'm spending a lot of time with my 
family and I'm feeling quite disconnected. It's like a massive upheaval. It's a wake up call. It's uncomfortable. The collective is getting to look. It's an opportunity at the collective for us to really look at our lives. That's the benefit of crisis. So blessed to be able to deliver this message to you at this time, because if I was, if this, all of this happened 18 months ago, I wouldn't have been able to be as resourced in myself as I am now to be able to give you this information, this healing information. My vision is for healing to go viral instead of fear, misinformation, um, judgment, uh, scarcity, that's all gone viral. If you look at that picture right there, that's the picture of the earth. I'm gonna consistently, in every training that I do here, because this is my apartment, usually I have this place up on Airbnb. It's a fat pad, it's a fat crib that does very well on Airbnb normally, but nobody's booking, so I might as well quarantine myself here in paradise and give myself an opportunity to just really allow whatever work that I'm kind of integrating within myself to come through me and to share with you for the sole purpose of having you feel more grounded and centered in your heart, the inner leader that's within you to emerge, because there's people that are looking at you right now, and I'm just reminding you, there's people that are looking at you right now, and they're sensing you. Just like my dog Lucy looks up at me whenever there's a loud noise, she looks right at me first because she's trying to sense from my nonverbal cues what's the tone of my nervous system so she can determine if it's safe or not. Have you noticed your dog's doing that? Now here's the crazy part. Your kids are doing it to you. They're checking in and they're watching how you're dealing with this adversity. And every time I get on a call with you twice a day to help support you through this, the first thing that I'm gonna do is to remind you that that's what's happening. And that they're likely, if they're going into that mainstream conversation, because remember, the level of conversation that you have is that, that you have with others is your world, is the energy of your world. So I'm committed to a conversation that rises above all of the mass hysteria on that planet and has it in, in a form of, wow, let's look at possibility. Instead of scarcity, let's use that as an opportunity to heal ourselves. What do I do? Well, I, don't, I can't do much out there except to experience my triggers and whatever's coming up and to use that as an opportunity to go back to the actual cause, the background wounding that this is coming from and to resource it and to fill the cracks in the floorboard as my good friend, Dr. Russell Kennedy taught me how to do. And if it wasn't for Russ's assistance in this journey to help integrate and help me integrate. And now when I was going through that challenge of crisis 18 months ago, he kept saying, he said, this is gonna be the best thing that ever happened to you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like a wizard. It's going to, it's in about 18 months, 12 months, 18 months, 13 months, you're going to say, this is the best thing that ever happened to you. And I'm like, oh. after about six months, I'm like, would you, is it, I'm not saying it yet, but I can honestly say now, thanks to everything I went through back then, which had me diving into the work I'm sharing with you right now, I, I was able to fill those cracks and really ground and stabilize myself. And if you take a look around you, it's those leaders who've taken the time to do that inner work, to do that 
healing, they're the ones standing firm in these uncertain times. They're the ones. They're the ones that are like, hey, it's more than okay. You're going to be okay. We got this. We're in this together, right? And mean it. And so the first thing that, I, that I'm going to get you to do is just to, as you're sitting here, become consciously aware. There's the two things that you can do for your nervous system to regulate it. In every moment where you feel the overwhelm, you pause. And I'm going to get you to do two things. And I'm going to get you to keep practicing these two things to make them a habit. You're consciously incompetent at this right now. But after doing this a little bit, you'll start being consciously incompetent. Okay, you're unconsciously incompetent. Now you're going to move to conscious incompetence, which is the learning curve. Then you get to conscious competence. That's after practicing this work for about three to six months, according to our, our, our clients, three to six months. And what is that work? It's that moment of unconsciousness where you become aware that you're in a state of alarm. And if you followed from yesterday's, I'm asking you about what level of nervous system are you at? Are you in ventral vagal where you're feeling kind of happy and joyous, easy go, easy go lucky, happy go lucky, um, easy going, uh, playful, fun? That's the ideal. That's your best self. And yesterday's lesson in the morning was really to help you get acquainted with what level of nervous system am I at? It's very wise for you to know because if you don't know, then you can't change it. And if you don't know you, other people will be acting in different ways and then you'll take it personally rather than seeing it for what it really is, a human being with a dysregulated nervous system who's literally projecting their fears onto you in every moment. Take a look around you. Is that what your family's been doing? You know? That's what your family's been doing. That's what people around you have been doing. And it's the leaders that we look up to who are actually stable and steady at those times. And the reason why you're here is because you want to become one of those leaders. That's why you're here. Leader of a tribe, leader of a company, leader of your children. Because your nervous system regulation, the tone, is actually that has an ability to impact others. That you're on this planet, that you can't stay, and that every experience you've gone through leaves, a, leaves some sort of a stain on your nervous system and your body keeps the score. And everywhere you go on this planet, you bump up against old wounds. And you either turn around and attack those wound, those, those external things and blame those external things and play victim to those external things like most of humanity is doing right now and hoping that Trump or Q or the Fed or whoever is going to bail them out and help, help save them. Or you can then become one of the precious few of the, of, of the people on that planet who are going to emerge as leaders and say, I have a gift that I'm going to give myself permission to share that helps to alleviate other people's suffering. That's what you have, whether it's family, whether it's helping children, whether it's helping businesses, entrepreneurs, whether it's you're an artist and you have some sort of a creation that gets us into the moment, out of our heads into the moment and experiencing your emotions when you created that art or that piece of music. 
when your nervous system is functioning, that creative center, that prefrontal cortex, the ventral vagal system is going, we feel connection, we feel have access to those gifts. But when your nervous system is dysregulated, you completely get shut down from those gifts. When my nervous system is regulated, I lose connection with my purpose. You know, that's like my biggest fear right now is like, oh my gosh, what the hell? Everybody's worried what's going to happen next. What I want you to do, instead of worrying what's going to happen next, I'm going to invite you to have a different fear. And not fear in a form of threat, but I want you to be more afraid of losing connection with your purpose. Clouds and dirt. The clouds of the purpose of what you want to achieve and the dirt of the grounding of who you are and the wounding that brought you here. You must be, this is what I've learned, you must be intimately connected with it in your body. You must be aware of where you came from and the wounding that brought you here. And when you do, you become conscious. You're like, ah, oh, whatever's happening here is not about what's happening here. And I'm, as long as I'm in the unknown and I don't know what my next move is, if I'm disconnected from the wounded younger self that this moment in time is bringing up, then I have no access to self-soothing. I have no access to my inner calling, my inner voice, the, the, the calling of my soul that's moving me forward, that's always wanting to emerge through me through my voice, I have blocked access to that. But when I get this right, all of a sudden, I have access to it, and then I enter the unknown, fully resourced, with a clear instruction from my inner self. And that voice will say things, like this morning I woke up in a state of alarm again, you know? One bad news after another, I have an aura ring, my I, I noticed my heart rate spiking up very high in the morning and I made the mistake because I have a, a pregnant woman at home and I just, I'm concerned. I wake up and I check my phone to make sure she's okay. And then I get sucked in and then I start reading all of that stuff and I notice my heart rate going up. And so I teach you this because I need it the most. And I think to myself, oh crap, I have a call today at 11 where I'm gonna be teaching you how to deal with uncertainty. Crap, I'm in a massive state of uncertainty right now, what do I do? So I, it actually, because of that responsibility that I placed upon myself, all of a sudden, now I have a deeper purpose, a bigger why. And then all of a sudden, just a few weeks ago, I discover I'm gonna be a father and that now gives me a bigger why. And when he who has a why that's big enough can bear almost any how. So part of the kind of sneakiness of me having you here is to help you take some sort of a responsibility because that's part of your nervous system regulation. The second that I tell you this, this question, watch this. If you have written it down, some of you haven't yet. But what I want you to do is think about this. Who are you doing this for? I want you to write the names in the comment section. Who is this for? Don't say my kids. I want to hear their names. I want 
their specific names. Janet, JT, I know you you got to write Ned. You have you're doing this for Ned. That's absolutely true. You got to own that shit. Roland, it's good to have you, brother. Cresta, it's so nice to see you. You're from the Philippines. Like how cool is that? I met Cresta at a workshop in Thailand. She was sitting behind me. I'm talking to her we, and I'm just like, hey, what's going on? And then I just, I don't know. And I intuitively was like, Cresta, do you want an adjustment? I intuitively, I see people. I'm like, I feel like you need, she lays, she sits, sits down. I do this adjustment on her. She's like, oh my gosh. And so she immediately follows me on Facebook. And now here you are learning some cool shit in how to become trigger proof. The most important skill that you can learn in 2020. Who are you doing this for? Russell, you're doing it for Leandra, absolutely, and um, your beautiful granddaughter as well. You have two grandkids now. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have two grandkids. Your daughter, Phoenix, way to go, Roland. Who are you doing this for? I want to see. I want to see the names. Jasmine, you're here. Andrea, I love to see you here, hun. Who are you doing this for? Why are you doing this for? It's, it's important. This is part of your regulation. By the way, it's not like get into the meditation even. No, no, no. This conversation itself is directly designed for me to share my resonance of my nervous system with you. This is the fruits of my labor, of getting into my heart, getting into a kind of an energetic field that is uh, aligned with kind of creating a ripple effect of, of viral healing. Healing gone viral is what I like to call it. Hashtag, what I'd like you to do is hashtag healing gone viral. When I want, what I would love for you to do is to think of about three or four people who are very important in your life that would are a little bit off balance because of everything that's happening because they're human beings and you would want them and their levels are a little bit high. Like you make sure that you audit the people that you put into this community. They got to be high level people, not wanting to play the victim that, that are, you know, they have, if they have their conspiracy theories, that's fine, but they understand that there might be some conspiracies at play and that's fine. I'm all, I'm all over that. And yet, not so into it that that they've just pretty much given up all their power and they're just just get caught up in the drama as a distraction for for actually going in and taking care of the one thing they do have control over for fuck's sakes it's the one thing you do have this conversation is all about the one thing that we do have control over and that is where we put our attention and my promise to you is if you put your attention into this group all of the content is carefully curated with, with neuroscience in mind to get your brains out of the amygdala into your uh, prefrontal cortex, cortices, and to get you into your heart, out of alarm, as Dr. Russell Kennedy calls it, out of your state of alarm and into a real resource state where you now can become a contribution. In fact, I've seen many of you who are in this group, you are leaders yourselves, and you're actually stepping up and creating opportunities for other people. And so this healing is going viral, which I absolutely love. Meg, Michael, Jess, Mike, Isabella, Jake, Nikki, Nick, Kim, for God's sakes, can you take it easy, all right? Take it easy with all this responsibility. 
go easy on it. Don't go easy on yourself. Jasmine is living, living myself. I'm getting better because I need that. Yeah, you are. Jasmine, have you noticed that since you've been participating, because you've literally been on every training, you're like freaking, you're like stalking uh, these, these posts. Have you noticed that you are starting to feel like you're more in control of your day rather than your day controlling you because you've taken this on? Is this true? I bet you it's true. Even though shit's just getting worse and worse and it's probably going to get worse before it gets better, have you not noticed that you are feeling a lot more resource? I know we have a delay, but I'll give you a moment to, to write that in. So do you have any questions before we really get into another kind of pointing you in the direction of getting into your heart? Do you have any questions? What's been coming up for you? What's been uh, challenging you? Uh, what's been the most impactful that you've digested? Maybe you've been on for like a couple minutes, or maybe you've seen every training twice a day. I'm here 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and then 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, twice, twice a day with assignments for you. You take advantage of them. The first one was really all about getting you into your vision. So I'm going to do that right now, and I'll kind of what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you back into um, kind of like recapping all of the because everyone builds on the one before. So the first thing I want you to do is to go back and see yourself from this point of view, and see what vision you have for yourself after this whole um, this entire kind of whatever we call this crisis is over, and. Just to give you a picture, my vision is a beautiful home on the waterfront, on the, in waterfront in Victoria, which has plenty of space for retreats, which I will host twice a year in my home. And this home is big enough so that I can have friends and family come and stay and visit because I'm going to be moving to the island, Victoria. And this is a retreat center. It's kind of like a world headquarters where community will come. There will be a local bit and an international bit uh, where I'll have retreats every twice a year where I'll be training facilitators in my methodology of coaching uh, that I've come up with, which has been an integration of all of these things, like a facilitation certification program for coaches that want to go much deeper with their clients. There's some intuitive people out there that is amazing, uh, that is necessary to be an amazing coach. And having a framework and a system and neuroscience to add to all to, to your genius would probably take you through the stratosphere. Um, I want to do that to create that. I see a global facilitation type of thing uh, of people who are like, holy crap. Why? Because this is gonna wake this is gonna wake up the collective humanity that says, holy crap, there's a whole bunch of skeletons in my closet that have just been exposed. And uh, I want to be better prepared for really shitty situations. And the most important things that I can learn are these four things: emotional regulation, healing relationships, because that's really all that matters. In case you haven't noticed, have you noticed that you've now been made aware, like holy crap, am I ever grateful for my relationships? Versus where I was 18 months ago, holy shit, I don't have any relationships. <laughs> nobody, nobody. I don't feel a connection with anyone. I'm all alone. It was the worst Christmas ever. 
And I vowed, I said, I'm going to completely change that. I'm going to do whatever it takes. And what does it take? It takes you learning to become trigger proof, emotional regulation, healing your relationships, connecting to purpose and deepening intimacy. The four most important skills that you can invest in learning if in the new kind of in the new world, because it's, you thought it was just about making a lot of bucks. I thought that's, I thought so too. And I made all the bucks and then I still wasn't enough. What's enough? When I'm able to regulate my emotions, when I'm able to be a stand for my family and who looks up to me as a leader, then I can be like, I got us and feel that. Number one, like emotional regulation, which is the ability to take feelings and not stuff them down, not avoid them, to actually be able to sit with them and to be able to do that for another human being without enmeshing yourself into it. That's huge. That in itself is like six months of deep work to be able to master that. And the way that you master that is putting yourself into practice in relationship and learning how to unpack it as it comes. It's probably the, the greatest gift that you can give yourself, number one. Number two, healing relationships. Number three, connecting yourself to meaning or purpose. Why is that important? Well, look at what we're going through. The one thing that's keeping me sane right now, I was just on a call with Alex my, my, on my team, my tech team. And he's like, how are you? I'm like, I actually feel great. Why? I'm, I'm isolated. It's been days since I've had physical contact with anybody. Uh, well, I mean, it's, actually it's been weeks because I haven't seen my partner in like three weeks now almost. It'll be a month or so before I see her. And she, you know, she just, I haven't really seen her. Her baby bump is growing, right? So that's really sad at that time and there's this crazy time not being able to be there or be there for one another um but i actually i'm connected to something that's greater than me and when i'm connected to something that's greater than me i have a why all of this how and i'm not complaining because it could be way worse i'm blessed to have a job that i love that i'm connected to i'm blessed to still be able to earn i'm i'm, I'm, I'm blessed to uh, you know have connection have meaning like this is the, the greatest thing that like this is not just for you. This is just as much for me as it is for you because getting myself up and knowing that I have that responsibility and that meaning towards you in this community and to, to, to have you reach out if you have a question to be able to answer and serve you is very meaningful. So that if you have a big enough why, it, it transcends whatever you're going through. And the fourth thing that's most important is intimacy. I have this ability to really have people feel seen around me, which I never had before because I couldn't see myself before this type of work. And uh, it's such a gift to be able to now see if my partner's going through a rough day, uh, to not to know how to hear her criticisms of you, of me, which normally would be paralyzingly painful to, to feel, that I have to block and defend it and defend and justify myself, and to now be able to sit and hear it and go, oh, I see that, and to not have such a, a, a horrible reaction to 
what I perceive to be criticism? That's a good question that you want to ask in this. In this, if somebody were jit to give you genuine criticism, how would you respond? Could you see that that would be painful? How willing are you to? How open are you to criticism? Can people do people withhold the truth from you because they know you're afraid of taking criticism? Ask yourself that question. That's how I was. My team couldn't be honest with me. Uh, people couldn't be because I could. I could never own it. I couldn't handle it. That's classic uh, egocentric type of unconsciousness when we get to, uh, which we which we can get to. And so to own that is very painful. It takes a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A purification through fire type of process in order to heal. And what's happening is everyone's going through that now. We're all going through a purification through uh, calamity. And the truth is coming out on the other side. And my wish for you is that your truth becomes an emergent leader. And the only thing in between you and that is all of the stories and all of the feelings and anger you're stuffing down and your lack of willingness to actually go there and to heal it. And so I'm opening up. Uh, that hurt like that hurt hurts like hell at first. Yeah, had to lay down. Oh God. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome, awesome. I love the three ladders. That's great. Definitely more chill. I knew it was on the right track. Now I know more. I'm using it more, which is highly important. Beautiful. So social media can actually be used to expand awakening and awareness rather than keep you, you know, numbing from reality. I want to help you bring yourself into your body, into reality, into engagement. And so it, it depends on you engaging. Do you guys have um, any questions specifically for me? Any questions that, that are coming up for you? You know about the nervous system ladder and being able to recognize where you are. That's very important, the self-awareness. You know from last time how to get yourself up the ladder to ventral vagal. If you watch the old, uh, that last training, yesterday's training, how important it is to keep yourself going up there. And you can't always stay there. But how do you get back up is by going and giving space to the wound. The trigger that you're having, the reason why you're stuck is because you're triggered by something that's happening now, but it's not now that's really confronting you. The constraint comes from before. And so every overview meditation that I do, what I'm teaching you is an active meditation to being able to going back there and getting into your body and resourcing and coming back into like a communion with that younger self and that lesson that you guys have with one another, that connection that you have, all of the terminology, all of the language, all of the advice, all of the suggestions are exactly what you need right now so that you can show up in the unknown powerful. Does this make sense? <laughs> numb sucks, exactly, being numb sucks. Okay, so if you don't have any questions, let's just go right You've been listening to the Trigger Proof Podcast, designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our 
purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound. And if you're curious and inspired to learn more, join us at Breathwork and Badassery or the Overview Experience and a combination of both actually helps you do the work. There's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. Right into it. And it's useful for you to be in this conversation because it's going to bring you into an awareness of what's happening in your body. So I'm going to get you to stand up and I'm going to get you to open up your chest. So you're going to turn and open. You're going to twist your arms back, twisting them back. And open your arms and breathe and surrender the exhale. You're squeezing your shoulder blades together, opening up that chest because you've been using this chest to protect you. You're in this, your devices, you're like this. It starts to create this fear-based posture. Posture is an adaptation to fear. And so if I'm like this all the time, reading bad news, I'm in fear. What we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to approach the, the, um, the unknown together with an open heart. It's basically saying, hey, my heart is open, I'm open to receive, and my heart is open, filled with gratitude with an overflow that I'm giving. That's the spirit that I want you to do it. And just connect with your breath now. And notice the life that's moving through you. Without you even being aware, it's actually moving through you. Just notice it. Let me, let me guide you through this, watch this. Notice the life that's moving through you that you're totally unaware of because you're in your mind worrying about doomsday. Notice all of the thinking that distracts you from feeling your feet on the floor or the temperature of the air on your skin. Notice the amount of congestion and where it's located in your body. Surrendering that exhale. And now as you notice where the feeling of a lack of safety comes from, notice it in your body. Notice that if you're holding your shoulders as earrings, they're tense, it's likely because, you know, this is your makes sense your nervous system is doing its darndest to protect your organs your carotid artery you wear them as earrings we see this in our chiropractic clinic all the time i just put my hands on the shoulders and just say <sighs> borrowing from my good friend dr russ you are safe in this moment just acknowledge your safety that you have in this moment <sighs> Surrendering the exhale and notice the tension of the muscles in your face. Can you pay attention to that? Can you pay attention to how you're potentially clenching your jaw? 
When you bring your awareness to those muscles, just let them all relax and surrender on the exhale. And as you notice the sense of alarm that's happening in your body, the sense of a lack of safety, what I'm going to invite you to do is to go back to the earliest memory where that came up. Hey, Lisa, Nikki, Ange, Kyla, what's up? You caught us mid-meditation. Go back and notice yourself in the scene of that previous unknown, that previous uncertainty that was happening. Was it 9-11? Was it when you were 15? There will be an earlier memory pop up. Just give it some time, and it'll be one of those feels just like when. You want to get into the just like when. And if you stay in your body, an earlier memory will pop up. And I want you to go in and join yourself there. Kind of like you see somebody who's grieving the loss of someone. You sit down next to them and you just kind of hold space. Can you see yourself in that previous sense of alarm and uncertainty and lack of safety? I'm going to encourage you to just join yourself there. And as you do, you're going to kind of reach out to that younger self. Could have been two years ago. Whatever is kind of a remnant <clears throat> whatever is is resonant with the current state that you're going through now and you're going to join yourself there and you're going to basically tell them exactly what they must be feeling it must have been hard to be so scared Get in their head. What questions do they have? Let them know that you can see all of their questions and that here's the key, that all of their questions and concerns completely make sense. Why does their concerns and questions completely make sense? Why is their fear so understandable given where they were at the time? Let them know that you see them, that they're seen by you. Maybe even if you're feeling frisky enough, <laughs> you want to maybe give them a little hug or reach your hand out and see if they'll take it. If you've never done this work before, don't be surprised if they don't take it. Don't take it as rejection. They don't believe you. They don't trust you. That was the age where they stopped trusting love, so they're not just going to give it freely to you. They're going to make you work for it. That happens to a lot of our clients. You just keep going. Just say, I understand why you feel that way. I'm here regardless, even if you don't approve of me. You want to start communing with that younger self and letting them know that they feel seen and that all of their feelings are valid. And as you do that and get a connection with them, you're going to start to feel their body relax and ease into the safety of your connection and embrace. That's the magical moment where you get a felt sense relaxation and regulation of the nervous system. There's this feeling of safety that starts to emerge that's self kind of created, the best of all kind. 
go in and reconnect with her and tell her or him that you totally see them. And now, here's what you're going to do. You're going to tell them everything that you wished that they wanted to hear at the time. In other words, what advice do you have for them? Take a moment and give them all of the advice that they're needing that talks to all of the mysteries going on in their mind. Go ahead and do that right now. Pay attention to what you're saying. Tell them how they got through it. Tell them the angels that showed up at the right time and all of the strength that they encountered and, in, and, and emerged because of it. Really let them know what a gift it was and that they might not see it right now. It might, they might not, might not see it then, but trust me, it'll be apparent and you're gonna get through it and it's gonna be badass, better than you could have imagined. Trust me on that. Feel their absolute kind of oh, relaxation of, oh, thank God. Like the relief they feel when they have your reassurance that everything's gonna be okay. Paying close attention to the words that you used. And now you're going to ask them, what is it that you need from me? And listen. And now take that advice and bring it with you to your current reality where you're sitting right now on this floating spaceship, floating through the atmosphere, floating through the universe, and you can't stay, that you have a limited time. And you have these gifts that have been given to you because of those experiences you went through. What is it that you would do? What is it that you would love to do? And what you're going to do is you're going to give yourself the very same advice that your inner self just gave you earlier, your younger self earlier. And the message from your younger self back. And now you're gonna create a vision for yourself moving forward of your future self fully resourced with that new information. As these new creative ideas start to bubble of what to do next, it's gonna to start to come as like an explosion. I want you to see the vision of the fulfillment of that dream. You want to see it in real time. You want to feel it in your body. What would that feel like? For what happens after all this coronavirus and beyond. The relationships that you have, the contribution that you're making, the abundance you're giving and receiving in fair exchange. Your ability to lead. Feel it, feel it in your body right now. 
And now I want you to ask the universe for a sign as you're moving into the forward vision of the future instead of constantly being struck by past events that you're triggered by. Ask the universe for a sign that leaves you with no doubt that there's a connection, that there's some sort of a co-creation going on. Ask for that sign now. And you can open your eyes. All right. So what I'd like to hear is for those of you, there's only a few of you on, what was the, what was the message that your younger self gave you? I'd love to hear what was said, or if you have any questions about it, takeaways, I'd love to hear it. This is your opportunity. Go ahead and ask. But what that's doing is that's helping you dance with uncertainty. That's the whole point of this. The way you dance with uncertainty is not by trying to think your way out of a problem, is by pausing with your uncertainty, regulating that disconnection, going back and connecting with yourself, and through that interaction emerges what your next move is gonna be. For mine, the message was make sure you're playful with everybody. Make sure you give them opportunities to be playful and fun, and so I asked you to post up poems or whatever you've done. We've had Maria post one of her poems and Roland posted one of his poems, which is amazing. This is what we want. I want this community to utilize one another to be able to share because we transform with community. So the last thing that I want to ask you before I sign off, if nobody has any other questions, what are you getting out of these trainings? Are you, what would you love to learn? What questions do you have? And here's the other thing I'm thinking of, because of the, the ama amazing uh, questions and, and, and feedback that I'm getting, I'm thinking of putting together about a three to five hour, like hardcore, deep compression training to answer some of those questions that you have been burning in your mind of, changing your unconscious programming, being able to handle your triggers, turning a trigger into self-love, customizing your kind of meditation to your wounding, all of these questions, what would you love to learn? If you were to spend three hours with me in a group training, it's not just one way where you're just typing, um, not just typing, uh, it's actually a group training where you're getting some coaching from me. I'm able to kind of help pinpoint the exact source of the problem. That's one of my superpowers. I listen to your nonverbal cues. I start to get this intuitive reading and I just go right in, plus the methodology that I have with neuroscience. <coughs> it's become like wizardry. It's so much fun. Yeah, so Jasmine says, I think I may have needed more time. My heart started skipping. My stomach flipped like I was going to puke. Now I'm just ready to lay down. <clears throat> Digging up these old emotions will do that. The, good, the, the thing that I want you to get is instead of, instead of fighting it, Jasmine, I want you to actually put your hand on your chest and basically say, you know what? It's okay for me to feel fearful about that. Can you love and accept the part of you that was scared and fearful? Because what's happened is 
Jasmine, you had some post-traumatic stress, right? So for you to go back and visit those, it's going to stir up some old emotions. It doesn't mean that anything's wrong with you physically. There's nothing wrong with you physically. This is what you're up against, is you have a chemical concoction of cortisol stored in your body, and what the part of the digging up means to kind of stir it up a little bit. And that's okay. That's part of the healing crisis. I want you to welcome it. I want you to embrace it um, and, and to make sure you ask questions and to keep keep going and, and you want to maybe even like reach out and jump on a call with Kim to see if you're actually ready to heal it. Because the, the, whole, the whole point of this whole coronavirus thing is becoming aware of all of our unhealed wounds. And it's time for you to really jump all in in healing them. Not just kind of like, let's just skim the surface, but some of you have been reaching out and it's like, oh, it's time for me to heal. If that's the case for you, I'm just gonna leave a link, a link for those of you who are actually, lima.com chat, it's, it's a, excuse me, it's a uh, application. For those of you who are actually ready to invest in a solution um, and are, are wanting to like, Okay, I'm gonna invest in learning how to become trigger-proof. I'm gonna invest in making a list of all of those old wounds and actually repairing them so that when I walk into the unknown, to my next job, to my next relationship, wherever limbo, or creating the relationship and job that I want, that I can show up as my most resource self and have a self-care practice of a active meditation that's tailor fit to my specific wound. Not my, not Nima's, but your specific wound. That's what, that's who's ready. And who's, these are only people ready to become the leaders of their families so that they can actually transform the nervous systems of all the people around them. And dare I say it, start to develop a tribe of your own of people that you could start to help take some responsibility for. This is for people who are putting their hands up and saying, I'm ready to break the cycle of intergenerational trauma. I stand for healed families. That's basically why, I'm, why we're here. And seeing one family after another in our program, like um, uh, Claudia, who could hardly speak English at the beginning of her program. She figured all of the work out, completed all of her past traumas on her mother and father, and this Christmas was the best Christmas of her life. Or Nikki, where she felt totally connected with her son, her family, she was no longer a victim to the past, was able to regulate herself, more connected than ever. Or Nikki, who took on this work, I don't know if you're, you're still on and you're paying attention, um, uh, Nikki, who had her first Christmas this year after taking on the work, doing Martini work, for a decade, over a decade, taking on this work, and for the very first time, she had a Christmas where she could share her boundaries with others. And she didn't take it on, take on the drama of other people. Her first Christmas that she never got sick. She usually gets deathly ill during Christmas. Why Christmas? That's when all of the triggers are dug up. People are gonna start getting sick. You'll notice people after coronavirus are gonna start getting sick, dropping like flies, even after the whole stress thing of the virus is done. There's gonna be massive challenges with digestive issues, hormonal issues. It's like a post-traumatic stress disorder. If you don't do this work, you carry post-traumatic stress disorder with you. 
I believe that we all have a variety of post-traumatic stress disorder. <clears throat> We're carrying it in our bodies. This is just triggering it all up. This is basically exposing our unhealed wounds. My suggestion is, is take, digest this free content, do as much as you can. You're getting a lot. And when you're ready to actually have a tailor fit plan that's based on your specific wounding and getting our help guiding you up that mountain, reach out, chat with Kim, get an application when you're ready to invest. This is um, one of those things that you, you jump in so that you can become that greater version. And so you're more than welcome. Those of you who've just gotten started this week, like I'm so proud of the fact that there's been people that have been like, no, like this is the time to do it. This is, there's no better time. You're locked in your homes, you're around family, you want a time to heal, this is it. You want a time to connect, this is it. You want a time to get connected with your higher self and go back to your spiritual practices, this is it. You wanted to start networking with higher level peoples, having people having a higher level consciousness, this is it. This is the time to do it. And when you're ready, just reach out. I'd love to, I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to see exactly what will happen is uh, Kim will see how ready you are and, and what's going on and see if, if you are a fit. And what will happen is you'll hop on a call with me where literally we come and we figure out exactly what your patterns are, your unconscious patterns that have been uh, kind of responsible for all of this. And then we guide you to a like a specific plan with the tools the support to move ahead it's pretty badass and within three months you will be blown away of what you can do it reminds me of courtney who basically is a classic dissociator whenever she gets triggered she loses connection and she's not not there half the time with her two kids and her husband she just is she's checked out most of the time she's like I just, I leave my body all the time. Like I'm not here. She was in dorsal, what she discovered through the process, which you learned yesterday was she was in dorsal vagal and she learned how to recognize when she was there. She saw what her tells were and she had specific action steps to move past that. Plus, plus what contributed to that is the fact that she had all of these old traumas and wounds that we took the overview method myself and Eilina and Kim and the whole community and helped her clear and peel back that that baggage so that plus the tools to be able to handle triggers moving forward and now she looks like a different person on the group calls her face is engaged she's present instead of constantly being overwhelmed and running around she's actually present and there and in her body it just huge what what happens to you when you just say yeah i've been avoiding it's not going to be comfortable but i'm willing to face whatever fears that i have let me know what would open up for you right now if you actually took that on what would change if you actually took on the work of healing those old wounds for real and 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 not, I mean, it's always a work in progress, but being able to shorten the time span of your triggers from being knocked out of balance for this long to this, being able to jump back in when you have a fracture, you're able to repair and, 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 and really go back into co-regulation. What would that, what would that do for you? What would open up? Going to sign off. All right, hon. Take care, Ange. See you tomorrow, hon.
What would open up for you if you took that on? I'm curious. I invite you to explore it if you're more intrigued. If there's a little voice calling you and there's fear, bring them both and have that conversation. I'd love to hear what, what's possible for you. So if you have no further questions, I'm going to, I did it and was petting my dog while doing it. Great. Message my younger self. The world needs you, but don't forget about me. You are only worthy of love you give me. All oh, Roland. Boom. Boom, 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 boom. Wow. That's beautiful. That's so awesome, dude. All right, so if you have no further questions, I'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. my time. That's early morning in Australia, and that's afternoon. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll see you then, and ask me anything. And uh, let me know specifically, if you were to spend three to five hours with me on a virtual workshop, what would you love to learn? What is it that you want to take out of this? What do you want to leave with? And I promise I will create a training to give you that. This is the, no better time than the present. But reach out and click on that link and, and fill out the application and chat with Kim. And then we'll be able to see where you want to go. Even if we're a fit at all, like we'll, we'll be able to say, no, maybe, you know, I've been able to turn away several people because they just weren't the right fit. And we're able to see if you are. Because if you are, you have some powerful transformations, powerful healings. Signing off from this episode of Trigger Proof, our, I guess our daily show, twice daily show. And uh, this is basically healing gone viral. I'm so freaking jet lagged right now. I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> Good night, guys.